0: one of the big games that you were involved in was I think you got your four goals against
1: Gretna <laughs> still got I that ball up the stairs in the attic <laughs> <laughs> well she just a kill
0: she'll no tag any advice it's a draft the double bill you I'll punch your ticket twice her father's just a waste her mother's on the game
1: She's just a take clipping, but I
0: love her just the same. Welcome to another recording of the Maroon Machine podcast. It's myself, Sean, and today I'm joined by Chris Dodds. How are you doing, Chris?
1: Yeah, I'm good, mate. Really good. Have you been keeping busy? Aye. Obviously, I had, uh, had a first son, Charlie. He was born on the 3rd of April, so uh, he's been keeping us busy now. He's on the move, he's crawling, so... Kinda of keep his, uh you know, you kind of keep your eyes off him, like he's under the Christmas tree and all sorts.
0: Oh, absolutely, what's it been like? Um, obviously, we we locked down and everything. There's been a few restrictions. Is it? Has it been quite a strange one?
1: Uh, a little bit. We've no, it took us a, a, wee, a good wee while to you know to get him out and about. And certainly the first few weeks couldn't he couldn't he have like my mum and dad and my missus' mum and dad coming in and seeing him. That that was tough, really tough. But but uh, it's been alright obviously Caitlin's not able to go to the, the classes and such like as what a lot of mums would do normally and we've not been able to take him swimming and stuff as of yet but things are starting to lift a wee mm-hmm. bit now so um, I mean it's been that long he starts nursery in January so it's absolutely fluent he's eight months
0: no it absolutely does cheers for coming on and hearing a chat with us today we just kind of want to hear a sort of look at your career and then obviously we're going to hear a chat about kelly and your, your time there there was plenty of goings on when you were at kelly and your journey doesn't really finish there you're back at Genefield, and yeah you're doing really well there but personally if you're having a, a look obviously i saw that you your party sort the st Johnston youth system but prior mm. to that what was your sort of pathway to football
1: I started as just as we all do really just as a young young kid eh? just playing playing whenever I could and then pretty much was in the school teams and I was in a a team called Bridge which is just on the outskirts of Perth we had some good players in that Stevie May was in was in that side and then the the league uh, the team above us had uh, D Wallerston uh, w- sorry that's it, St Johnston. Yeah. You uh, and Moyes is another one that was in that side in the year above. So we had the good, good core of players that went on. A lot of them went on to play and still playing at a decent level. So, and then from there, I got picked up from St Johnston at a young age, and I just it was there continuously until I was full time, which would have been 08 or 09, I believe.
0: What's the sort of what's the youth system like at St. John'son? Have
1: they got a good test? Is a good, good setup? Aye, I mean, obviously, since we've got the Astro, they've got the Astro next year. I mean, I just remember every single Sunday having a game, training on a Tuesday, Thursday, absolutely loving it. It was decent, and then as I got a wee bit older, uh, that was under own coil. we would take us in in the school holidays, and you would train us yeah. sort of full time for two weeks. or... Six weeks in the summer holidays, absolutely loved it. Like it was brilliant, and then just they were just down the road from my house as well. So I'm just wondering, if, you know, every day in the school holidays, just back back then it still is now. That's just what you love to do. Actually, is is Saint Johnston a team that you you fallen? I was actually I was, no, nah, I was a big I was a big Saints fan anyway. I was actually ball boy at Saints, season ticket holder, ball boy. So yeah, I mean obviously to play for them, play for them at a young age was was brilliant. Like
0: no, absolutely, and. You, you're sort of foreign to the, the seniors if you like uh, senior football mm-hmm. started with, with Genefield and you've sort of yeah you've been back and forward a bit there. How, uh, how did you how did you first go about joining Genefield?
1: So was it. I was in my last was in my, I had a contract at St. and I was full time um, Sean and I had about I think maybe three months left on my contract. And it was Derek McInnes was the manager, and I didn't think, in my opinion, I wasn't sure I was going to get offered a new deal anyway. At this point, I was kind of humming and hawing whether it was something I really wanted to do, Um, you know, full-time that is. I ended up leaving early, which, to be honest with you, to this day, is probably one of my biggest regrets, if I'm being honest, because that year, I don't know if you remember, they won the first division. Yeah, They had players like Jodie Morris there, Jodie Morris, um, Kevin James, Kevin Ruckavich—all these, all these types—and it's absolutely superb. Eh? But I'll be honest—I think just I wasn't strong enough mentally uh, to be, you know, to be to be full time. And I've kept breaking down physically, with injuries as well. So my head was all over the place. So I ended up leaving three or four months after my contract was up. No saying I would have got a new contract anyway, but uh, it's one of them—you never know. Eh? So I ended up leaving. Kind of yeah. fell out of love with the game massively and i ended up stumbling towards Genefield field because i went on loan there originally from st johnston Um i think they had a deal right. i think saint used to train at the park down at the riverside so i went there and I ended up just stayed there for about a year um and then i was my murray McDowell actually as you'll know you will know murray quite well um down at, yeah. obviously being at kelly he was manager at gene field so he, he had me at gene field for about a year before he left and I actually went with them uh, to Oakley, Oakley United. After that, and how how was Dean Deanfield when you you first
0: played? Sort of what level were they playing at? Comparatively, they were playing.
1: Them? They were playing in about the th- I think that was the third tier of the juniors. Right. If my memory serves me, it was like a regional regional league. But yeah, I mean, the one in my opinion, the one of the greatest sides I had. not long moved from the old Simpson Park. Yeah, certainly wasn't one of the better teams I've had when I was there originally.
0: No, and was Murray the, the main reason that you you made that move to Oakley or was there other factors? Was it sort of considered a step up? No, it
1: was It was well, they they were in they were in the same league, Oakley at the time, uh, but they were going for the league. And I it was pretty much Murray, I was really close. I was close with Murray and he really, really liked me as a player as well. So and I've started to under Murray, he started to get sort of love for the game back, you know, really enjoyed sort of playing under him. So he, he ended up, I think he, I don't know if he left infield or they had a folly or something. But he ended up going to Oakley United, took me with him. And I was like, I'll just come and play for you. So I had no idea what Oakley even was. But when I got when I got there, they had boys like uh, John Kuzik, Ryan Blackadder, uh, McDevil. Muzz was right. still playing. So some good ex-pros in there, eh? So you had to kind of, that's kind of where I grew up, eh? It was playing under uh Stevie K at, at Oakley United, so I played two years there. won a league. I loved my time at Oakley. Like it was just young, twenty twenty one. But that's where you learn to take a tell in and learn to to sort of play with men. Eh? So enjoyed my time at Oakley for two seasons.
0: Absolutely, oh, so a couple of successful seasons there. What prompted mm-hmm. prompted the move to
1: Canoe? So after that, Canoe. I just think. I think we first time, first season at Oakley, we won the league, and then the second season wasn't quite as great. It started players started to leave, and the manager left as well. So it was Gav Price, who's now Elgin City's manager. He was at Crewe at that time. Gav was pretty ahead of his time. Like he was, you know, the sessions he was putting on was were just it was all football base. It was no run-in, perfect for technical players. I think his background of coaching and playing a lot of that's through in, uh, over in Holland. So, yeah, went went to Cunew, won another league at Cunew, and had two seasons there, which I loved. Yeah.
0: Ah, that's, that's decent. So, mm-hmm. you're already racking up a couple of sort of league titles by that point before you made yeah, your, your return to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Before well, you made your return to Genefield, how do you think playing at that sort of level set you up for? Obviously, you did progress. You, you went to play for some teams like Curious, yes, to progressed in Elgin eventually as well. How did playing at that level help with your development?
1: I just, to be honest with you, I don't even know the answer to that question. To be fair, Sean, but I'm imagining the the success side of it. I was loving it, and I was playing sort of week in, week out. You're just playing regular football, eh, with men, so you're just learning to yeah to play the game. And yeah, you know, it's as soon as you win a league, and that doesn't matter whatever level you play at, eh, whatever level you win a league, and you start to you know you start to kick on. It's, it's pretty addictive, like, and you want more of that and
0: after that we we got spell number two at Gene Field so you went back there for a couple of years how was that?
1: Uh, I went back went back to Gene Field I can't I think the reason why I went to Gene Field was I think Gav Price actually moved on I believe so he moved on to Gene Field signed me in the summer and if my memory serves me that's when during that season he got offered assistant manager up in Elgin so i done a season with him and then a season with uh, a lad called Heggie from Dundee, which certainly wasn't it. From memory, anyway, it wasn't a season to remember. I think we almost we just avoided relegation at G Field at that time. And then I think he got sacked a few months into the season. And then we had a, a strong end to the season, I believe. Or, or the next season after that, sorry. We had a strong... I think it was maybe even two or three years I was at Chief Field. I'll be honest, Sean, I lose track because that much of it <laughs> went back. There. Um, but certainly the last season, I think it was under uh, the current manager, Ross Cunyon, yeah. and we ended up winning winning the league, getting up to the Super League in the juniors at that time, which is a decent achievement But Chief Field, certainly to win the Premier League. Um, I think we set an all-time record points tally as well, so absolutely loved that season. That would have been about four or five years ago. In my opinion, that's the best football I've played uh, during that season. So,
0: Yeah, so that, I mean, that was, Genefield. You, you obviously mentioned the first time you played for them during um, your first then they were around about tier three. So mm-hmm. they, and we'll obviously get on to where they are now, but very progressive club, uh, a yeah, side that's mm-hmm. improved over the last sort of 10 years then.
1: For sure, yeah. Yeah, It's just, it seems like, um I mean, Genefield they've definitely improved year to year and it's been a progression but if you, if you go down and see the, the ground now eh, there's floodlights there's just the way they're doing things now you know it's it's just it's night and day from that first original spell I had like what do you reckon that, what do you reckon
0: that comes down to Gene do what
1: do you think they're doing uh, right? I think there was a a few years ago there was a change in, in committee not like there was anything wrong with the committee previously I just think it was a wee bit dated, and they didn't really have a vision of where to go. So there was a there's a brand new committee on board now. I think, to be honest with you, the current manager Ross Gunning's got. You know, he he deals with loads in regards yeah. to more than just managing. Deals with the running of the club. Um, he de- you know he just does everything right. Eh? Trainings right. You know, making sure you know we've got the best of kit buses before, you know, buses for the games, you know, best of training gear, you know, just setting standards throughout the club. Eh? I d- I'll be honest, I didn't think the club would be there today if it wasn't it Wasn't for, and I'm not just saying that because he's my gaffer, I'll probably get slated for this
0: This he out to
1: the G Field boys. <laughs> but it is true, and everyone would, uh, would agree with me with that. Like.
0: No, absolutely. Um, and Getting those basics right, it, it seems to be the foundations to every Every success story, so it's good to hear that they're doing that. For yeah. Genefield, you went on to, to play in League Two in the SPFL um, yeah. with Elgin. Was that sort of through Gav that you went there?
1: Yeah, it was. So it was a really tough decision to go up there. Um, I ended up going up there with my good friend of mine, Chris McLeish. It's called Bico. He'd done three years up in Elgin. Uh, he's still at Genefield just now with me as well. So now, me and, me and Bico we had a really, really good season that year. Absolutely loving our football. I think I scored the best tally of goals, as did he. And then, obviously, it's tough leaving a club when you've just won the league. You know what I mean? So we had a call from, it was Gav that recommended us to Jim. It was Jim Weir, who's also a perf lad. And he basically asked if we would fancy going up to to train. So I we wasn't 100% sure, like I said. We? we ended up going to Magaluf that year to celebrate. So, me and Biko had many a drunken conversation about what <laughs> to do. And it's just one of them, eh? We just went, well, you know, why not, eh? Just give it a go. So, we ended up <laughs> travelling midweek up to Lossie Mouth, which was about three and a half hours, thinking what we're doing. Trained there, really enjoyed it, and then got offered a contract off the back of our first session, eh? So, we were just like, well, why not? Spoke to Gene Field. Obviously, we, we'd we helped get them up to that league. Felt bad leaving, to be fair, but we thought maybe we we'll get a chance to play in playing the SPFL again so I thought, why not?
0: No, absolutely. Now, with Elgin, it was a fairly successful season for them as well. Yeah. Sort of knocking on the door of promotion. I know the, f- the previous season, I think they got into the playoffs
1: and That's that right. first
0: year, the first year you were there, I think they fell just
1: short but they still, yes, few it was still points. a fantastic season for them. No, it was. I think we were a few points short. It was gotten to be fair. We were only a million miles away. The, like you said, the year before, got beat for Clyde in the semi-finals of the playoffs like yeah but no it's yeah, the, the club were unlucky not to get into the playoffs again I think how they haven't made it up to to League One is is beyond me like yeah I know they're doing really well this season so so hopefully they'll kick on but yeah really good side absolutely loved particularly my first year loved it Elgin like really enjoyed it Yeah
0: well I had that obviously I had know be you before speaking to you and I spoke to uh, Tam Riley just yesterday as well so i uh, kind of getting the, the low down a fair bit and that season there, that sort of 16-17 season, I think they they were only a couple of being the top scorers in the league you's, I think he's had the highest home and away win of the season, 5-6 and six mm. nil, I think so an absolutely flying season up mm-hmm. at Elgin and they were definitely attracting a lot of folk into the, the team and that was uh, something similar to what Tam said that you know Elgin they're a side that they they just you just feel like you should be doing better than, than League Two. But like you say, they're they're doing well this season. What made you go for stint number sort number three at at Genefield?
1: Well stint number three at Genefield it came about where uh, first season first season at Elgin I was playing regularly. It took me a wee bit of time to get in the in the team. Like you mentioned, it was playing with likes of Tam. Loved it. Second season, Jim went to Forfer, I believe. Gavin took over the the managerial role, which was great because I, I know Gav, you know Gav liked me and that, yeah, so yeah. I thought I got offered a new deal. Me and Biko decided to to sign, and we had the likes of Kieran Stewart, who's now at Genefield. He was there at the time. A couple of others, Scott Smith as well. He was also at Genefield just now as well. So we had a good car. Good car school to go up. I was kind of in and out the team, Sean, at Elgin the second season. It was quite a frustrating year for me because I started quite well and then hit a wee bit of dip in form and then I was in and out. And I always remember this. It was about, I was on the bench. And I used to always come on after uh, an hour. I used to make a decent impact off the bench. Came off the bench twice, scored once and done really well the second time. So the third week came, I was looking to start. And then half, I was on the bed, that's fine. Second half, I make sure I get ready for coming on. And I came on again after an hour, junked past somebody and the lad tripped me up, ended up uh, breaking my collarbone, totally shattered after like three minutes of being on the pitch. That was about end of February, start of March. So I just remember trying to sort of run on, but I was like... I was basically almost spewing it. It was like horrendously sore. Yeah. So, anyway, I got taken to the hospital, kept in for a while, and then I had to get somebody to drive the, drive the car back down the road because, like I said, it was an agony. But I wasn't fit to play again that season. So, unfortunately, the uh, contract didn't get renewed. So, I was like, right, what am I going to do? Um, I had a trial like at King Beef because I was trying my very best to stay in SPFL, but that fell through last minute. Um, so I ended up back at Genefield again um, for, at that point, we were in, we were east of Scotland at that time for, we were in one of the, you know, the, one of the conferences. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right, I yeah, did two um, conferences.
1: So uh, I think there was actually three, Gene initially it, it was it was three, so yeah, I went back there for between sort of four to six months, played really well in the conference, again it was new for Deanfield because they were playing teams we've never really seen before coming out of juniors, <laughs> like sort of Harriet, what all these sort of teams and going to these places. Some of them, some of them were ex-juniors like Broxburn and, and teams like that, but yeah, we're thinking, well, obviously, if you can get through the uh, one of the conferences and get up to the east of Scotland, Premier, and I'm not sure if it was a Premier at, at that time, or not. I'm not 100% sure. I think, was it not the, the first? No. I can't remember. Yeah, that. I think
0: that, that season they did the three conferences, and the top three, they had that really weird sort of playoff scenario at the end and then um last season when I last season that was when they formed the premier division and the two conferences mm-hmm. below it. But yeah that first that first year after Kelty got promoted a lot of teams went from junior to pyramid and I made the three I I like you say you were only there for about six months. I think it was December that you, you made that mm-hmm. move
1: that's right. So Done done really well, G you really enjoying it. And actually the, the, the deal obviously originally with Cowden Beef that fell through, I was I got offered to go and train. I hadn't hundred percent made up my mind to be honest. But I had a session through in Edinburgh, they trained a little bit later in the Orium. I think I was getting hame about the back of eleven. By this point obviously mm-hmm. I was deep with the travelling, obviously going up to Elgin and that. So I am just trying to make it as, as easy as possible, but play at the highest level I could still. It was Gary Bowling at Cowden Beast and that and like I says, got along really well with the coaching staff there too. But went through at the Orium, trained, quite enjoyed it. But like I said, got home a bit late. And then again, Murray's Murray got in touch and there could be interest from, from Kelty. And again, obviously I felt pretty bad because I just got in the door at Genefield, but like I said, Gunny he's always really understanding Eh, Like if you he knows you want to play the Highest level that you can, you want to give things a go. Yeah, Genefield are never, never, ever difficult to deal with. So, uh, train. I spoke with, spoke with Barry Ferguson and uh, spoke with Gary Bolin and I wasn't quite sure what to do. Train with them both, and then after that, training on Thursday with Kelly, it just kind of made my mind up because eh? it's it's kind of I've never actually played at Kelly, even through the juniors. So, you see, when you're when you watch, you walk up to Kelly, and you see all the flags and everything, and kind of walk up onto the pitch. And that's and you. I don't want to think forget. It's, it's there, eh? and you turn up and you realise how good a facility it actually is. <laughs> and obviously <laughs> met the boys and yeah. that, and then met met the gaffer Barry Ferguson, and thought, well, you know, it's really hard to turn this down. Like eh? so, ended up ended up say, uh, signing with Kelly, as you know. Yeah, so And yeah,
0: you, you had a fantastic time with Kelly. How did you
1: find it mm-hmm. playing for Kelly? Yeah, like, yeah, I really enjoyed it, Sean. I'll be honest, I'll look, I'll look back I'll look back on, on my time and I'll, you know, absolutely no regrets here. Really glad I made the move to Keltie. I think that was the right decision. Kind of went in there. I think it was obviously a team in transition with Ferguson yeah. just coming in. There was a lot of players coming in and out. But I got off to a really good start. I loved training. Eh? Training was different class. Probably the best training I've had at any level. Aye.
0: That's something all the, the boys tend to say when they, they come in to Keltie, that, It's one of the training sessions where you you leave sort of tired, exhausted, like you've actually done a training session, but not to the point where you're going to cause yourself injury.
1: Mm, Well, see, see when you play football, Sean, all you want is things to be simple, eh? You just want to turn up, especially part-time. You just want sessions to be simple. You don't want too much information. You do not want to be coached too much, because obviously at that level, everyone's played at a decent standard. You don't need loads of zones and you know restrictive touches and all this tactical work. There is a place for it, definitely. But you know, yeah. nine, you know, the majority you just want to turn up and, and train hard and you know make sure it's simple. But uh, training for sure is uh, you know I do I do miss the training. Training was class, and then got off to a good start. I scored a good few goals. Um, I think I scored two or three before you know before the new year period. I guess I just yeah. No, I think was it mid mid December or something. I think
0: it was mid December. I and you, uh, yeah, you, you started scoring goals pretty early on. Um, I think it was mm-hmm. a big game against Shire early in January where you you got a goal as well. And how uh, you found yourself on the first team pretty quickly, and I, mm-hmm. I think a bit of a fan favourite if I remember pretty quickly as well. Goals aye. will help that though, I
1: suppose. Goals definitely will help that. Um, I think when you stop and speak to the fans as well, eh? I think that helps. Cause, um, well, I, I quite like. I think there's always a place just to, to stop and speak, especially when you're coming out of the tunnel, uh, like Kelly, you know, to warm up and stuff. But yeah, I remember that game I we mean, stole I scored and set up one. I think the one-two-one, possibly three-one. I think, and yeah, I just just kicked on for there new New Year hit. Had some uh, some good games, and I uh, said really enjoyed my my first my first uh, sort of half season at Kelly for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely, and I, I think it was. I think it was only the second season. Pretty similar. You you were a, a regular certainly at the the start of the season, and I think you were one of the big games that you were involved in was. I think you got your four goals against Gretna.
1: <laughs> still got I that ball it. upstairs in the attic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was it? Uh, um, that was that. Obviously, was a biggie for you, and, and there was a few other standards. But what was what was what maybe? The
1: standard game for you was it that one, or was there another game that you played? There is on. there is there is a few. Sean, to be fair, the, I think the solely whole game. It was a beautiful day, I remember, and obviously they are they were going they were going really well in the in the panorama, the, the main conference, eh, the so full time as well. Yeah. By the way, these boys were absolute giants. Like honestly, I remember Aye. coming out coming out the tunnel thinking, do you know what I mean like <laughs> this is going to be tough today. But no, that that game stands out. Obviously, my four goals against Gretna. Gretna weren't great at the time, in fairness. But I did enjoy obviously scoring four at home. I would probably say Sully Hall was, was probably the standout. Yeah, standout for me.
0: I think when I spoke, yeah, when I spoke to um, Gary Chen a couple of weeks ago and asked him a similar question, I think he said that Sully Hall game as well, yeah. which just tells you the magnitude of the game because it was obviously Aye. one where we didn't get the result that that we were hoping for but for a lot of
1: people it's still the standout game well do you remember the do you remember our goal the goal was I think it was was it Tam switched it to me volleyed it across the park to me and then you had Lintz on the outside and then Cammy Russell finished it off it's a great goal like great team goal no. And it was a, I just remember it being a really nice day, and we battled and battled and battled, and I think they were lucky in the end. Oh, they were. They were lucky in the end, and it was uh, obviously you'd be watching it, and it was really frustrating for us at the end, like not not to get someone there to, to get through the next round, but but it's definitely a game that i remember.
0: Yeah, I think it was one of those where they maybe underestimated Kelly a little bit, and then when they were sort of able to to just do enough. They were mm-hmm. strong enough that they were able to to hold on in the end. And I think that's where the frustration sort of came from. But yeah, it was a glorious day for a game of football. And mm-hmm. a stand it for, for a lot of people, I think. You mentioned it as well, that you were kind of part of that transition period where a lot of the, the guys that went east of Scotland sort of made their way to other teams. And we had mm-hmm. a lot of the team that are around now. Who are some of the players that you, you most enjoyed playing with? Because you sort of got a mix of both.
1: I've made some good friends, you know, Kelly. I still speak with Sean McCurdy, uh, Bridie, and I know Ross Philp was meant yeah. to meet him recently. Obviously, due to COVID, it never happened, so I still speak to a few of the boys, but it was good to get, I mean, these some of the boys, like Sean, Sean Gregg, Murray, Carstairs and that, they, they, they were successful with Kelly in the juniors as well, so I mean, the, the standouts probably Skip, uh, Sean Gregg, I enjoyed playing with him for a bit. Cargs, I still speak to Cargs. I know he's he's down at and now, so I had a really good relationship with Cargs Like yeah, I remember us having a really good laugh on the bus a good few times. <laughs> yeah, it was a a very good mix. Never ever seemed to be any what we would class in the changing room as a bad egg. Kind of that way when some some boys just don't get along with the, the certain players and that that never happened there. Eh? Never happened throughout. And that that's surprising to be fair because it was <laughs> i a, a revolving door at Kelly for a while. A lot of yeah. a lot of players that came in eh? there they, they were all. Okay. we're all sound like
0: after your time at Kelty obviously you, as some of the newer players sort of came in you, mm-hmm. you found yourself playing less and less was that sort of something that sort of edged you towards the return to Genefield or was there other factors
1: no I think I mean I'll be honest it was, the way it kind of obviously at Kelty I was playing well and then I've had a, a wee bit of a dip in form and i, I really struggled to get any game time for I think I counted something like, I think it was seven weeks I never got off the bench. And then there was an injury to Sean McCurdy in the first half against a team. So I came on, thought I'd done all right, and I never played again for another four weeks. Got offered a new contract, so I thought, right, you know, this might be the turning point. So I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay at Kelly. Like I said, I really enjoyed playing there. Signed my new contract, and, you know, things never changed, unfortunately, which is football. And, you know these things happen so at that point obviously training's great and stuff but if you're not playing on a Saturday Sean you're you know you're basically yeah. your whole you, that's why you you're training eh? that's why you, you're working all week in preparation for your for the game on a Saturday so yeah after a while I just said look I think we'll try and get a, a loan move sorted and we ended up I just ended up speaking away to again to Genefield and, you know I was not sure if anything could get done or not but very luckily they spoke to I think the and Jeanfield have got a good relationship anyway. So I think both teams were, you know, handled themselves well when I went to Kelty the first time. So you know they returned a the favour basically, and the man Jeanfield managed to buy me buy me back. So.
0: I I was just going to echo what you were saying. I think it was a a bit gut, and then do you know what the the hmm. team was improving, and the the of players was high, and especially in the the Aye. midfield, but. And when you looked at the bench, sometimes you could see how some guys were struggling, good enough, but they were just getting mm-hmm. beaten out by people that were a wee bit better. But I remember it was always a strange one seeing, seeing you on the bench because I think you still were good enough to to have mm-hmm. been in the the first team a bit more than than you certainly were. So believe me, I think I think the maybe the disappointment a little bit was was a shared thing for sure.
1: and um, oh, I appreciate that.
0: You, you did, you ended up back at Genefield, and it's not turned it too badly for you.
1: No, I mean, listen again, like I said, going, I think, obviously, leaving, like I said, leaving Kelly, I think within 48 hours, I think Kelly had um, announced Michael Tidzer <laughs> signed straight after <laughs> me, so that it kind of shows you, like, you just have to Google him to see what he's done in his career. So I said, are going oh, to the next yeah. level, and it's unfortunate the way it turned out, but I mean, the players are bringing in. You know, sometimes you just can't compete. So, you know, I was happy, happy that Gene Field could sort something out. So, went back to Gene Field and obviously with COVID being hit, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a strange year, all, you know, all in all. But, oh, yeah, we've started we've started really well. I've done a lot of work over, well, however long we had off. I think it was six months or something. It was months anyway. So, I've done quite a lot of work, keep myself fit anyway. So, when we started training... I think we had a, a good couple of months training pre-season. And the way the gaffer, Gunny, the way he likes to, to operate is as a, as a small, tight-knit squad. He's always liked to operate that way. And, yeah, so we've, we've started we we've started well. We've started really well. We're unbeaten. Unbeaten in the league. Uh, I think we're sitting third. Second or 3rd a couple of games in hand. Second. Aye. Uh, second, second night. I noticed nobody's nobody's really talking about us or anything on Twitter, which... Which we obviously we're quite happy with. Definitely not a bad thing that. But yeah, we, I think we're looking strong. Sean, sure, we're looking solid defensively. We've got a lot of talent going forwards, and we've got a strong, a strong bench as well. So you know, hopefully we can we can kick on.
0: No, absolutely. I think I think the could sort of maybe argue us yes in a similar position as Kelty, and it's maybe games played that's sort of keeping you off the the top East mm-hmm. in Scotland at the moment. I think he's have got believe it's Trinent that are up there in first place, but yeah. I'm sure you're, you've you got plenty on them. I think you've got about three games in hand on them and you are mm-hmm. five or six points behind. So, you've only conceded six goals in that Premier. I know that uh, there was a lot of chat about how competitive that league was going to be. And I know that COVID sort of hit, but it's still a competitive league. And mm-hmm. for to have only conceded the six goals and to be sitting second for... For Genefield, Mm -hmm. you've got to be quite optimistic about your
1: chances of pushing on. For sure. I mean, we've beaten beaten lowland league sides, eh, the last couple of years. Um, Well, the last few years. We went down East Kilbride and won. We beat Civil Service. Uh, We just beat uh, Caledonian Braves just at home last week, comfortably. Um, So, you know, we've beaten lowland league league sides comfortably and that, that is our level that's where we want to be so yeah. and that's all the players know that we're going to try and kick on and, and get promotion hopefully this year if not that'll be the aim next year but yeah we'll, we'll just keep plugging away like I said I think last year had quite a disappointing season last year I think they conceded quite a lot of goals and this yeah. and obviously we've, we've eradicated that touch wood so far this season so yeah it's been a good start and as always enjoying my time back at Greenfield like still got to play Trenent, we've still got to play Lodi and Thistle, and we've still got to play Donald as well, so they'll be there or thereabouts.
0: It may have only been around for a wee while, but it's already getting a, it's, mm-hmm. you It's know, building up a good history as well. When you you look at some, because there's, there's quite a few of those Kelly Hearts boys that, that you played alongside and that won these to Scotland a few years ago, do you, do you, do you like coming up against those guys? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we played cross Crossgates a few weeks back, and I came across... Gave up against Kieran and, and Gary. Gary, um, you know uh, one of the young lads can't of mind his name. Played right back. He was at St Johnston. He was at Kelty briefly when I was there. But yeah, you, you obviously still speak a yeah. bit to Cargi as well. But yeah, it's always good to see, good to see players you used to play with, especially at a club oh, where, you, where you enjoyed. You know.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely, and I, I think that's one of the good things about this. Um, Especially with the five football and now that they're used to Scotland and, and part of it as well as all these teams are sorta of, yeah, it's good opportunities for players and players get to know everybody else through yeah. their other teams as well, which yeah, adds that. It. it makes the those Saturday games a bit more a bit more enjoyable. Thank you very much for, for coming on and, and having a chat with you It's definitely been a good insight For myself and for the guys listening in And we'll definitely get you on again in the future
1: Good mate, good lessons I'm happy to help, I quite enjoy it Well she's just a kill She'll no tag me advice It's a drop The old bill you heed
0: That
1: I'll punch your ticket twice her feathers just
0: a waste of Her mother's on the game. She's just a Celtic clippy but I love her just the same.